2: Before we get started today, I wanna tell you about Green Mountain Dental Group. Guys, this is the best damn family owned Colorado local dentist office in all of the state. You know how big I am on buying local, supporting local, This is especially true of dentists. You know, you've got those big corporations out there. They shuffle through dentists. You have one guy the first time. You got a a new gal the second time. It's always different. You don't have any familiarity. You don't even know. Do they have your best interest at heart? Green Mountain Dental. You don't have to worry about that. Family owned. uh, You're going to get to know them. They're going to get to know you. They're going to give you the best treatment. And right now, their special deal. You know this. We've been telling you about it for years. Schedule a cleaning, x-ray, and exam. You receive a free Sonicare toothbrush. And tweet at us when you go there. There's nothing better than when I find out. That I have personally pointed someone to buy local to go to somebody in the DNVR family and DNVR community and then has a great experience. And we love hearing that type of feedback. So if you go show us your Sonicare toothbrush, let us know what you have, uh, what you found out. Only 15 minutes from downtown Denver, so very centrally located. uh, And they're just absolutely great. Remember, get a cleaning x ray exam at at Green Mountain Dental Group and you receive a free Sonicare toothbrush. Oh, we can't hear it, but I know it's going. The uh, music, I know the music, damn it. Uh, at least I, can feel I it think deep it is. I, I can't quite feel it, but I'm I'm trying and to I feel, can it. feel it. What? I can you feel, feel it. I feel it. I feel, <laughs> it. <I> feel <laughs> it. What <laughs> is up everybody? A welcome into the winner's lounge. Bye bye. <laughs> Big time winners' uh, lounge. Winner. <laughs> the feel, the winners' lounge of the entire season by far, dude. The feels right now. The, feel the feels is are, are the good. The vibes, <laughs> vibes on one hundred, as they say. I'm your host Adam joined by my esteemed colleague seated over here to my right. Your left, it's Duvalier Superstar Dev. We're
1: going streaking.
2: Take it off, take it off, oh.
1: baby.
2: <laughs> <laughs> All the way to the quad through the gymnasium. <laughs> uh, over here, the giggler, D-line D Line code. That felt a little. Did uh, <laughs> I bring that down? Little, I mean, I'm I felt a little insult. Let's,
3: let's freaking go,
2: baby. <laughs> I'm back I, already. Let's keep <laughs> it moving and get over there in a second. We're going to be joined by none other than the man with the wind in his hair, Harrison Wendy. Uh, right now at this very moment, speaking to Michael Malone, congratulating him on a mega munder. Mega munder, baby. A mega munder. It's a munder. It's a munder. It's, it's, it's a mega, mega munder, dude. Under 90. Under 90. That's a mega munder, man. mega munder. It doesn't happen
3: with the legacy. It happens, It <laughs> baby. Oh, It happens.
2: <laughs> We're, we're in good from all stay off. Oh, he's right. <laughs> <laughs>
3: horny.
1: <laughs> horny. <laughs> They're trying. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> That's like too funny. Uh, all
2: right. We got some like a lot to get to today. And guess what? It's all positive. Yo. Like, the only negative thing we have to get to is there's some foul trouble maybe that we'll get to. But outside that minor, minor, minor little <laughs> thing, we have nothing but great things to get to. And I don't even know where we have to start. Dev, what do you want to start?
1: Let's start with that uh, that bench unit. That bench unit. That, that's what the, the everything, everything yeah. was the bench unit. So when true. When the bench plays well, the wins come in. You start to, to be happy. We get to go on the winner's lounge whenever the winner, I mean, the, the bench plays well.
2: So if we look at the plus minuses tonight, Monte Morris plus 26. Wow. Michael Green plus 24. <laughs> wow. Then you get Compazzo plus 16. You get Hartenstein plus 15. Now, Yo. single, oh, and then you get plus 17 from Dozier. So, of course, single game plus minus doesn't. You know, it's finicky. But one thing it tells you is when you're on the court, are you winning or losing? The bench tonight didn't just win. They dominated their minutes. And to me, you're right, man. That is the story. We've talked about, you know, Gary Harris, who, by the way, is maybe out of his slump. Will Barton, we've talked about him. And is he healthy? There's that. Michael Porter getting him integrated. Murray. Those guys have been good. I put the stat out the other day. Like, they haven't been their standard. They haven't been as great in large part defensively. But they've been good, thank you so much, superstar producer, okay. uh, super producer Cal. So, but they've been good enough for you to not be the, the terrible record with three and five or whatever it was they were. Tonight, though, it was all about if you just get the bench to be a, a zero or even a posit- a little positive, then they're gonna win and blow out fashion, and that's what happened tonight. Yeah. Or if you get them to be at a
3: plus twenty six, then you that would up, also work. You well, won uh, with the mega Munder and you you go to town.
1: Well, that's the thing about it. Also, you're not expect like you're not asking the bench to be amazing. You're not asking the bench to go out and win every game. You just want them to maintain while your starters, yeah. are, da- starters are out. So maybe it's a minus two. Maybe it's a plus. Yeah. Maybe it's just being there. Like but get- if you get the, the the bench to do something. Also, when you look at the plus minus, the best plus minus came from the bench. That right. lets you know that the bench was the ones that carried the load. That tells you you didn't need the starters tonight. That is – That is that. There's, you say that the plus minus is finicky at times, but if the bench is the one that's leading it, it lets you know what the game went like. It was a game that you go with the start. I mean, right. you, you sit the starters. Amazing.
2: So coming into tonight, and here's the fundamental question that I have that is, is so interesting about this bench unit. They had not earned Malone's trust, but Malone had not given them trust. Ooh. And it's, it begs the question of, and actually I want to ask you this, Dev. I know you've played with a lot of coaches. Uh, you know, When a coach believes in you, It's easier to believe in yourself. And sometimes it's hard to know this is such a chicken and an egg thing. Like, where does it come from? And I think that Michael Malone has very loudly not trust the bench. And I feel like the bench has very loudly not given him a reason to to trust him. I felt like with his pregame comments tonight, he was basically saying, I have to trust them. Like, it's he took a little responsibility saying, I haven't. And I think it's perhaps not a coincidence that tonight, After saying we're sticking with them, whether it works or doesn't work, we're going to stick with them, that they end up playing their best.
1: Yeah, and and it doesn't even have to be all sports. It could be your everyday life. Like, if you have a boss that they're they're positive they're nice insult is coming up to me like really quick but when you have a boss that really like is is on you and they believe in you even if you do make a mistake you're like okay i'll play harder i'll try harder next time it won't happen but when you're under that immense pressure you're gonna you're gonna make these mistakes and then that mistake becomes more you're just like i don't want to do it again or i'm gonna i'm gonna be a different person because i have to be what he wants me to be if if i'm not that then then we, know, we don't know if I'm going to play today. We don't right. know if I'm going to be here anymore. So yeah. it's just like not having the pressure on it. And now they're playing looser, and now you're starting to see the Nuggets rack up those wins. He has no choice but to go with them. them up, and baby. that's the only way that they're going to win is if the if the bench unit does well. So he's finally trusting in them, and now they're proving that they can do something well. So it's, it's it goes hand in hand. The, but the only thing I'll say about that
2: uh, we'll hold the hold. A, oh, hold is, on. is this the king of the game? Are we going king of the game? Is that what you threw? The
3: one thing I will say, though, is that uh, coming into the season, vibes were on 1 million. Like that, the, oh. bench, the bench was had all of our trust. We proclaimed loudly to anybody that would hear or read anything that every player on the Nuggets was good.
2: That was my favorite headline that we had. We were feeling so good.
3: Every player on the Nuggets is good. And yeah. then the season started and then they were not good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, things changed tonight like I, I i do understand the chicken and the egg thing but i feel like the egg hatched in the preseason and then the chicken died as soon as the, <laughs> the season started and like at a certain point like the bench, like these guys just need to step up and play like they did tonight it wasn't just like i mean i i don't think it was like just a fear thing i think it was just more of a confusion thing yeah because
2: yeah, yeah i think it was an everything yeah, thing. yeah 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 um but honestly i have a question for you though eric because i know you've played sports too like when a coach sports. doesn't have when a coach doesn't have confidence in you, or, or like when you when when you have the quick hook, like you go out there, you make a mistake, I'm pulling you out. I've had coaches like this. I've had plenty. Yeah, it's just like the worst feeling in the world. You're, it's yeah. almost impossible to have confidence when you're just like, I know, like he's just looking at me, waiting for me to screw up so he can yell at me again. And I and I'm not saying again. Yeah. I'm not trying to put this on Malone. I'm just trying to show that relationship. I, that oh, is oh, it is both I'm, things it, feeding back into each other.
3: I agree. It's just. I feel like the bench put Malone in a situation yeah. where he was physically unable to trust them like yeah. the, I mean we You're lost not wrong. we lost all of our trust in them oh, like, totally. like so I, I don't know like but you know what that's old stuff man
1: why are we talk about no, old no, stuff why are we bringing up old stuff Well, actually speaking
2: of bringing up old stuff uh Eric do you, uh, do you what would you say about the 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 bench you, it's on the rise wouldn't you say
3: Oh, I think I'm on the record as saying that yeah, the bench yeah. oh, is the yeah, most treasured De- Dev, what do you assets. say? The bench is on the rise, <laughs> huh? wouldn't you say? The
2: bench. It, the what? You're feeling pretty confident about the bench, huh? Yeah, okay. <laughs> let's uh, let's cut to uh, all yeah. the way 23 hours ago. Hold on a second. Let's, let's let's
3: see what happened here. The bench. I am going to. I'm going to sell the bench. Oh no! I'm going to sell no. the entire bench. Wow. Including what they're sitting on. The, the,
1: the physical bench. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a, uh, this guy, I can't believe he sold that. I'm going <laughs> to sell with him. <them. laughs> oh, I'm like going to sell with him. <laughs> you yeah, you're, you're not optimistic about the Nuggets right <laughs> now. No, I have to sell with wow. them. Like, I don't know what we thought would, like was good with the bench. We, I mean, Monte Morris is the, he's good. the bright yeah, he's spot really on good. the bench. And it's only one bright spot. It follows him. You guys, we did a <laughs> stock report.
2: What? I believe yeah. I was a wait and see. I might have even been a buy. I can't remember. Both you I'm and Harrison were, we were on, buying. on the bench.
4: Oh, I was definitely a buy. You yeah. were a buy.
2: Yeah, we were buying. Uh, we had some <laughs> sellers. It's tough, you guys, when you sell a stock. And then it immediately skyrockets. Yeah.
1: That's tough. That's a, a tough scene. So the thing was, that was not me. That was Superstar Kiv from Steak Park. That was Superstar Kiv. <laughs> Superstar <laughs> Superstar <Kev. laughs> it was <Yeah>. Superstar Kiv. <laughs> here now. No, now. That was not me. In your, your face commenters. Oh, In your face. It was Jake <laughs> from All Snake. <laughs> it wasn't me. You it was bit me. by
2: Your
3: Own Snake commenters.
2: <laughs> no, but seriously, guys, this was like, we've been waiting for a feel good win. You know, a, a feel-good win that also gave us a little bit of confidence in some key players. And tonight, that bench—I mean, just incredible. I'm curious what Michael Malone had to say. And before you get to that, Harrison, you guys noticed Harrison snuck in here when you guys were you barely even saw. So, I want to ask because before the game, Michael Malone talked about I have to give those guys confidence or trust, right. and like right. they have they have to earn it. And he put that in there. But where do you that's a chicken and egg thing. And do you think there's been a feedlap feedback loop there in that he hasn't given them trust, they haven't earned it, and it's spiraled into this this negativity.
4: Yes, I, I think that that is true. And also I've got to think as he sees Jamal Murray and Nicole Jokic's minutes continue to pile up, he's like, I probably don't have a choice here. I've I've gotta trust the bench. I, I've gotta to get to a point where I'm not playing Jokic and Jamal thirty five plus minutes every single night. Right, it's. It doesn't really have yeah, a choice. It's necessity, to now. be honest, he doesn't have a choice but to trust the bench.
2: And you, he's feeling. I think Michael Malone feeling the exact same things that we are as we're watching this, <laughs> as Kale gets ready to pour our. Uh, it feels like a punishment shot. Yeah. These should really be called <laughs> losers' <laughs> loud shots, not winners'. Thing. But you know what? Whatever, we'll take it. It's a winner's, um, la- you know it's what? A it's a little one. It's a baby one. No, but um. You know, Malone's feeling the same things we are, which is like this panic of we just if we can bank a few wins, you know, then we can trust the bench. And what happened was they never banked the wins and then they got this. So I felt like this game, it's great that they played well, but I felt like either way they were going to play that bench a lot of minutes and and lean on them. And it's, it's great that they just dominated. It's huge. It's huge. Two straight games
4: where Nicole Jokic and Jamal Murray did not have to play over 30 minutes. It's Crazy. That's that's great. Great like that will have ramifications. Yeah. I wish that
3: Jokic would have played like 33 minutes. He could, he missed his points by his, two pick, points. Of his pick, of yeah. pick of the draft week, his draft king pick of the week got spoiled. because Jokic got early yank for being too good.
2: <laughs> yeah. uh, all right. So
3: Harrison,
4: you talked to him after the game. What did he have to say? So on the bench, um, he said lately, our bench has been playing at a really high level, um, which allows us to not have to play our starters. A ridiculous amount of minutes is what he said. And yeah, um, I mean, that's spot on. I, I really think things kind of shifted or started to shift when Jermichael Green got healthy. Yeah, I, really do, I agree. Man. That's a great point. Um, ever since he's got in the lineup, he is just such a stabilizer for that unit, I feel like. and I mean, he had another big game tonight. Uh, Malone's saying the bench chemistry has come with them getting more reps, getting more experience. Uh, he specifically said he doesn't want to have to play his starters 35-plus minutes a night every single game. Yeah. Um, Malone also said he liked the defense tonight. He, um, I, I just thought Nicola had a bunch of nice plays like as a back uh, backline defender because like Nick's guards, they were still getting into the paint, I thought, at least in the first half. Um, but I just felt like Nicola had some had some nice plays as a backline guy. On Gary Harris, I thought this was interesting. Malone, something I don't think he gets enough credit for his off ball movement. Uh, he compared Gary and this lines up because of Gary Harris's background as a wide receiver uh, to kind of running a route with, with some of his off ball movement and just creating space, creating opportunities for others. Um, so he said he's opening up, up a lot of, shot, lot of shots, sorry, for his teammates.
2: Yeah. Well, we haven't even got to Gary, but I guess we can segue to him. now. Actually, no, let's not. Let's do him in the seg- second segment because there's more to get to on this bench. And I want to start with Monte Morris. Huge hat tip to the Altitude broadcast tonight um, because they had an incredible stat that I was not aware of. And by the way, the stat, it wasn't about tonight. Tonight he had just one assist, zero turnovers. But Three assists, I'm seeing. Oh, you see three assists? Maybe I don't know how to read a box score. You're right. Three (laughs) assists, zero turnovers. But Monte is leading the NBA in assist-to-turnover ratio right now at 10-to-1. Insane. That might be
4: like an all-time mark if the insane part to
3: me is that there's a one it just seems like it's 10 to zero like i don't think like he ever turns it over <laughs> well it probably means he
4: has like five turnovers so i looked it you. up i think before tonight it was 33 to 3 so then it's 36
2: now to three it's 36 now. to 3 that's incredible 11 to 1 so well, this is he's um you he, and we know this about him. I and mean, look it is a small sample size he could rack up two or three assists and then be back down to merely a gr- a very good number but mm-hmm. You know, this is what Monte has been, and we've talked about in the past. How can he get better? Well, I'll tell you a couple ways: scoring more efficiently, not t- turning it over even less. We didn't even think it was possible. You talk about the limits of human achievement in, in basketball. The, the, the but, limits of the human machine. Of the human machine, <laughs> but it turns out the assist to turnover, there is no limit. There is
1: no limit. Monte, the limit does not exist. Monte Moore is, pr- is proving <laughs> it. But he is—he is who who we thought he was. Like he did that in college. Like that was right, the reason that right. he did get drafted in the first place is because of the way that he. He has the ability to run a second unit, for one. You knew that he was going to come in and be a a backup uh, point guard in the the NBA for a long time, but he also just never turns the ball over. So he's doing exactly what we thought he would do from college.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: He's been the – last game you had a great line that
2: the light is on him and it follows him. He's the only bright spot or whatever. It just keeps on him. But it is true. On that crummy bench. But it is true. Like, he's (laughs) done his job and now – he is just Mr. Reliable, in yeah. addition to being Mr. Nugget. Wow. I Well, first off, I thought we
3: decided he was Sir Nugget. He's Sir Nugget and Mr. Reliable. <laughs> no, though. Ariana did. All right, all
2: right. Um, But he was fantastic again tonight. 12 points, 3 assists, 3 rebounds, 1 steal, 0 turnovers, 5 great, of 10 dude. shooting. Jermichael Green, though, we, we need to move over to him now because he was that plus 24 tonight, 10 points, 8 rebounds, by the way. And those rebounds are big. I mean rebounding has been one of the buzzwords for denver so far this season um he adds a little bit of that but the numbers even though they don't pop off the, the page four or five shooting two of two three-point shooting that's really good on low volume but he's just a guy that does his job man and i i just continue to be like monte morris Jamichael green let's start there baseline gonna be reliable and good like those two guys reliable and good and now you're talking about some high variance but good players in like compasso and hartenstein but when you have two guys that give you something consistent that really elevates you. So uh, to that point, I I do think that he's a big reason of why this bench is turned around.
4: What I love about Jamichael is he's such a classic role player. He he has a really simple game, I feel like, but he's also pretty aggressive. Like he gets up 11 shots in 20 minutes, but they're all shots and shots that like come out of actions that like show his strengths and weaknesses. He always plays to his strengths and weaknesses. He knows what they are. He doesn't, like, push his boundaries as a player. So he's, like, super aggressive in his role, I feel like, but he's never, like, pushing the envelope, like, unnecessarily.
2: He also is, like Monte, segues into different lineups really well. Yeah. Because we've talked about this with guys like Compazzo, and and maybe the stuff will even out for those guys, but... I like Green with the starters.
4: He can kind of fit his game around whatever duo he's playing with. Right. You know, like if he's with Kempazzo, like there's gonna be a lot of pick and pops with him probably. If you know he's playing with the starters, he's gonna like just crash the glass and bang inside. Right. I really like
3: that too. Yeah, he's just good. He's like, really good. He's just good. Like I, I don't think I quite realized like what we were getting in in Jermichael uh, Green. Like, yeah. I thought we were kind of – it was just sort of like a consolation prize. Like, we didn't get Jeremy Graham. We didn't get the guy we wanted. But, like, uh, you know, this is, like, a guy that, like, plays the same position. So, it's cool. It's like – this dude is, like, a real difference maker. And you're right. Like, as soon as he started – I mean, and it's funny, too, because one when we declared that every Nuggets player was good in the preseason, he was the one player that wasn't good because he was –
2: <laughs> Oh, right. yeah. He was, like, over 5. Right? He was over something. 5. We were like,
3: oh, my God. But it doesn't matter. We got all these other amazing players. And then um, – like, as the season begins, the the bench has absolutely no identity. Like, having that just absolutely rock-solid player in there that you can always count on is, like, it's so invaluable. Are we going to drink this booze? Uh, in a doing? second, in a second. We're going to break.
2: Compazo also, I think, deserves a mention um, because his defensive impact has really been felt. And this is an g- important game for him in this one way. The games that he has been good so far, he has made loud offensive plays. Like, the ball's been in his hand. He's run pick and roll. I don't think he made very many of those tonight. But he was still very impactful, and why that's encouraging is, it's tough if he has to be the center of whatever's happening, like it's just tough. But tonight I felt like he fit in around what was working very well without taking away, and then his defense, you know, I who, I need a bigger sample size before I can fully buy in. But what we saw of him in the preseason and what we heard from about him out of camp and from our friends in Europe that have watched his game is that he's so annoying and such a disruptor. And we're starting to see that. Like, he has a lot of those plays where he's picking up full court and just disrupting whatever it is the other team's trying to do.
1: Faku pisses everyone off. Every yeah. single game, he makes someone mad. Every time. Oh. And then one, once he came into the NBA, the, the two, like, the knock was on him was, one of well the things was he was a passer and also he couldn't shoot. What we've been seeing is he's been shooting the ball well. And I mean, he's still a good passer, but he's just doing the the yeah. regular passes. He doesn't get attacked on defense as much as you would expect, as much as I would expect yeah. for him to have that right. type of size. He's he's disrupting like passing lanes. He's yeah. always everywhere. He he's getting all of these foul calls and and things of that nature that you just put him in to just watch things happen. Faku is a player that you just Watch what's gonna happen and and he's been doing that well.
4: Um he, he doesn't get attacked on defense unless a point guard has a personal
3: vendetta. Like, <laughs> like Chris Paul. Well, yeah, I was gonna say he of didn't get attacked one time. Attack.
1: <laughs> That's different. He's gonna attack anybody he Chris believes should it. not have
2: Paul- to guard him. Yeah, but Chris Paul might actually like attack him in the parking lot. Yeah. I, like <laughs> I love Chris Paul. Um two guys, if we take this down to negative town just for a little, little negative town, Whoa. it's not even that negative. What Isaiah about- Hartenstein. Why are you and- talking about old stuff again? <laughs> Isaiah Hartenstein, 12 minutes tonight, he fouls out. And he is now coming into tonight's game. He was averaging 8.2 fouls per 36 minutes, (laughs) 8.2. That's going to skyrocket after getting six fouls in 12 minutes. Like he's going to be up to 10 fouls per 36 minutes after tonight. And guys, it's not surprising. Like we've talked about this in the short minutes and maybe Malone needs to put him in more, this or that. We talk about trust and earning it tonight. He got more minutes and he got more fouls. Like he's a really good player. He did that pass. He had on the roll. Grabs it midair, kicks it out to the corner. I think for Jermichael Green. That's an A plus pass mm-hmm. for a center. Really, really good stuff. He has real talent. I just that's an issue now that has been consistent. It's not even yep. like he's had good and bad versions. He's fouled in every time he's gotten minutes.
1: You see the ups and the downs with, yeah. with Hartenstein because first he 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 is, is so well in the pick and roll with Monte Morris that it opens so many things up. So you have to keep him around. But then also when you start thinking about and this is the negative from tonight's game is once you think about why Jokic is playing so many minutes is because the backup right. the backup yeah, center is can't. also in foul trouble how does your, your starting center have foul trouble and then it right. becomes contagious where the the backups Center, the Smash Bro is going to do it every single time. <laughs> smash Bro? <laughs> like, it, it doesn't it doesn't make sense for the minutes. I hate
3: how accurate that goddamn nickname is. Like, <laughs> so you said accurate. it, now I feel like he heard it he's like, no. Yeah, you Craig. <laughs> Tory Craig
2: was Crash and, and Hartenstein is Smash. Like,
3: yeah, like, uh, like, <laughs> what if they were together?
2: <laughs> no, bash, they just crashed. The fouls would be like through the roof, man. <laughs> you know what's going to be Bash?
3: Greg Whittington.
2: Oh, oh man. I can't wait. Yeah, I think the one Greg G-dump. Whittington mentioned. <laughs> so Hartenstein, maybe the one semi-negative thing, but then again, he goes three for three from the field, grabs two rebounds, gets that great assist, yeah, a steal. He, he looked actually really good until he looked terrible. I, I think he's looked good in most games. It's yeah. just he looks good in six minutes at a time because then the nugget <laughs> turned the bonus, and Malone's like, God damn it, I got to put Yoke back in. So so what do we think about
4: the five-man all-bench lineup? <laughs> Don't, because – Well – uh we didn't see the stagger tonight and like if the nuggets really want to keep Yoke and Murray's minutes down, that's one way to do it. Yeah. Don't have them stagger. Just play mostly with the starters. Um, yeah. And we saw the all bench lineup. I mean, it was the Knicks who I don't know how they were five and four coming into this game, but Yo, they, beat they, were. The,
3: they beat the Utah jazz very handedly.
4: This apparently, NBA season is a little weird. That's, yeah. that's
2: really what it comes down yeah. to.
4: But I mean, don't you think that, that five that we saw tonight, the all bench second year, that's what Malone wants to have work. Because it has a power forward and a center? Yeah, and also it can keep everybody's minutes down. Right. It's just the more traditional look. But I think
1: I, in an ideal world, that's what he wants. But also with that, the only reason that you can do that against a team like the Knicks is because they also didn't um, offset. They didn't have their starters attacking them. Right, they right. also went point. to a five sure. backup yeah. unit, so really it makes it easier to just clash both backup units and, and to get those minutes. You're not going to be able to do that against these other teams that are offsetting, so it makes it really difficult. He really, what? I'm talking to the commenters. You guys, he's watching All right. another show. Again.
2: <laughs> All right, should we take our uh, winner shot here? I don't want to, but uh, should we do it before we go to break? Oh
3: God! Should Rock we b- before we drink? Is there anything we can knock onto the floor with our with our mic? Uh, I don't think so, not tonight.
2: Nice. <laughs> All right, to uh, Zavelli. Is that what it is,
3: Zavelli? I forgot. Yep. All Here's right. to uh, the Knicks and that's it. That's, that's it. good. All All right. Right. <laughs> good enough, good enough. <laughs> oh, geez. woo! That burns. <laughs> it's so good, I love it. I love
4: I have it? To Everyone honk. can like a goose. Everyone flame Deb for not taking oh, a shot. Uh, flame him
3: appropriately. Yo, you know what's crazy is it, <laughs> oh, early that early. I'm getting used to it. That one's not as bad as yeah, like yeah. the previous one. Adam, Adam earlier was like, maybe we should just take water. And I was like, nope. Rock, yes,
2: we gotta real. get that real burn, and wow. I'm uh, getting used to it already. already, that was. Um, that was well, nearly bad yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not horrible no. all right uh harrison take us away
4: buddy arena break okay um <laughs> remind me uh in the second break i'm giving or i'm announcing the winners to that uh snowboard glove giveaway that that we did so r- somebody remind me to do that in the second break like you'll forget I you'll will definitely forget. <laughs> uh check out the mile high city copper lager from breck Brew. you can pick up a- Pick it up anywhere the farmhouse or local liquor store the perfect beer to sip during a nuggets game we drink them here at the bar so check it out you can't miss it it's in that nuggets can also hassle cattle company i am hyped about our partnership with hassle yeah. cattle, company, cattle Company because now we get meat delivered to our front doors it's it's pretty awesome hassle cattle company equals hassle free meat for life Um, we brought you damn good beer now we're delivering to you damn good beef. A uh, Hassel Cattle, Cattle Company is the absolute best source for farm to table. Uh wagyu? Oh, god damn it.
2: Wagyu? Wagyu. <laughs> wagyu. <It's> like, <laughs> it sounds like the pasta. Wagyu. Wagyu. Okay. wagyu. wagyu. I, it, say, it, I was it, gonna it's, say it's, wagyu. It's, it's, it's a Japanese I word, so it's it right. wagyu. I think I mean, it's it on no purpose. Wagyu. Wagyu, that doesn't
3: sound like it, a it, Japanese. It okay. said <laughs> all. Though. Yes, it does. <laughs> yes, it does. I've been in Japan. I'm well traveled. These people are It's delicious. It's Wagyu beef. It's the best there is. It it is the best there
4: is. Uh, They've got everything. Um, Smoked sausage, New York strip, beef bacon, uh, jerky flavors. They got everything. So uh, check them out. HassleCattleCompany.com. H-A-S-S-E-L-L-CattleCompany.com. Use promo code DNVR10 for 10% off your order. Uh, That's code DNVR10 for 10% off your order. Any orders over 200 bucks,
2: you will receive... Free shipping. Check them out. All right. So now we we talked about the bench, which has been fantastic. Um, let's get to the starters. Usually we start with the starters, and that's you know, the bright spot. But now here we are. Jokic, once again, merely a plus eight, 22 points, 10 rebounds, five assists, one <laughs> steal, one in, block. In three quarters. In three quarters. You didn't play in the fourth. It goes nine of 15. Like Jokic is just making greatness so casual, man. Like, tonight's game, fairly unremarkable. By his own standards, yeah, well, other other than we have it, I think queued up, kale do We have the tweet like this. The he had freaking he had one of one time. of the best sombors we've ever seen. Well, yeah, that is uh, the, <laughs> the, the the ugliest jerseys I've ever seen. Yeah, let's take a look at the uh, look at this sombor here. I don't even know if it's a sombor. There's no, no. dribble. Oh my god.
4: Half Sombor, it's like a half Sombor. Why why would
2: you shoot that? Well, the clock's out, and he's just like, whatever. I'll just drain this one. And a great, by the way, Mitchell Robinson, one of the best shot block shot blockers in the NBA, and in particular, in particular, elite at blocking jump shots. Mm -hmm. You guys know this stat? He like leads the NBA by like double on blocking jumpers, but you can't block the Sombor. You can't block the Sombor. It's literally unblockable. I I dare you to try. Bring in Bull Bull. He won't block that. Nobody's blocking (laughs) that. Jokic, man, tonight. And you were worried about his rebounds because it took all the way to the end for him. I was worried about his
3: rebounds because I had a wager on the line that was wholly dependent on Jokic getting a double-double, which is the safest bet in the NBA. 100% right now, right? He's got one in every game, yeah. Jokic had eight rebounds with like... A minute left in the third quarter, knowing we we all knew full well he was not going to play in the fourth quarter, and at the with like ten seconds left, Jokic got a tip in to give him twenty two points and a rebound uh, to give him ten. It was the sweetest thing that ever happened to me. No, this was something I noticed. It felt like the Knicks
4: were making a little run in the third, and Jokic yes. dominated the glass, man. Yep dominated the glass pulled in a couple defensive boards gone the glass for an offensive rebound and put back yeah here's but just
3: posed his when when you're looking at it very very closely like your entire bank role depends on it just as a hypothetical um (laughs) it you'll notice that when he plays a dominating inside big like mitchell robinson he will float around the outside to draw him out which almost eliminates him from defensive rebounds So then it came down to offensive. It was a whole story. Anyway, he did it. I love you. Jokic, you're the man. (laughs) But this is one reason that
2: I think people don't uh, understand Jokic's greatness, like the casual fan or or whatever, because to your point, a lot of bigs, when they get a big shot blocker or something, and they're known as a post player, it's like an ego thing. Like, well, this guy can't block my shot. And you go down there. And even if you get the better of him, you're not doing the thing that maximizes your team's opportunity. And Jokic tonight, you know, he – it was – casually dominant but it was also loud at times like at times you were just like man this dude is silly good but there was a lot of standing out on the perimeter because he knows that hey as long as Mitchell Robinson isn't in there there's nobody to block shots or do anything and like he was out there all night operating nuggets were feasting they get 114 but it could have been more and that's what I think makes Jokic different than a lot of these other dudes is he doesn't he has an ego but it's not that
1: type of ego where he's like, I gotta do it this way to show that he's like, I don't care if people get this or not. And that just shows his IQ and that's what separates him from anyone else. I know. Like tonight he goes twenty-two T uh ten and what five or something yeah, five. like that. Yeah. And we say that it's not a good game and it's a down game, but that's the type of game that Jokic wants to play. Right. Because they came first off, they won easily. He got to rest. And, and he also, it was lanes for everyone else. He saw everyone else get what they had to do while also taking over at times. Yeah. That's a Nikola Jokic game for him. I, I, I
4: think the last time we talked about Jokic spacing out to the perimeter a lot and taking a shot blocker out of the paint was when they played the Jazz
3: in the first right. round. Right. Yep.
4: He took a lot of threes in, in that series, yep. getting Rudy Gobert out of the
3: paint. I and mean, again, if you're a betting yeah. man like... all of us here on the uh yeah yeah. like and you you know that Jokic is going up against a dominating inside type center uh take his three pointers because then you know he's going to be floating around the outside you know he's going to be trying to draw the guy out and how better to do it than by uh making that a credible threat so that the guy has to uh defend him out outside of the
2: the arc deandre jordan and uh uh, jared allen coming up so maybe maybe there take those threes baby (laughs) um tired legs also i feel like he would be like you know i'll just stay outside tonight see (laughs) if my threes falling if i hit two or three of these i'll feel good turns out like he just he's like i I just didn't want to bang for me (laughs) (laughs) let's go to more good news guys gary harris tonight it's funny if you were to ask me, if I didn't look at the stat sheet and ask me what his line was, I'd have been like twenty-five points, like six threes, yeah. uh, <laughs> two. You know, he had fourteen points and two threes. Like, <laughs> but
3: but yo, his game. I mean, his game was. I would say very good, wholly complete. Like yeah. he was making steals, Complete's rebounds. He was, a good rebounds. Word. He was uh, make, like he was. There were no moments where you were like, oh god, no eye roll moments at all. In yeah. fact, like he was picking people's pockets. Like Gary's back, baby. It's go time. And uh, in fact. Mr. Nuggets has
2: returned. <laughs> oh my god, both p pe- I'm not <laughs> ready for that. <laughs> Mr. Nugget is
1: back. Uh, <laughs> all right, but the shot, what do you think, Deb? I mean, he's knocked him down in a couple games now. I think that's the perfect Gary Harris game, and that yeah, kind the, of is the thing. Was what were, where were Gary Harris's two first baskets? he stopped doing that for so long, and that's why you started seeing. People push back and he stopped making shots. So now the confidence is not there. When you get yourself going early, like he scored quickly at the first basket of the game. It becomes easier. Like everything with Gary Harris is confidence. That's the only reason that he hasn't been playing well. He gets open looks. He's still doing everything on defense. The only difference now is that he's scoring the basketball. So now you get to see how good Gary Harris is. He's always been the same defender, like disruptive in the passing lanes, but now he's starting to score. That's a perfect Gary Harris game.
0: I um, think
4: Gary's a guy where if he gets a couple nice drives, maybe a big dunk like he had tonight in the first quarter, that's probably going to like set him up for the rest of the game. If he feels comfortable in the first couple minutes of a game, I, I think he's going to just have a better game overall. I think he's one of those guys. He did have, I'll, I'll just have to say it, one
3: of the worst, Floaters of his
4: Yeah, uh, he, he had a tough night. one. He had a tough Get one. <laughs> yeah. I just had to Don't say Don't take us to uh, negative ground. Of, of
3: course, wind is particularly <laughs> susceptible to the floater. I
2: mean, <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, man, like uh, his three point shot now, we were talking about this as we were watching the game together. So much. Oh, my God. And I'm watching him right now. Oh, he has a P. I thought for a second he had like Shout a. Pink, out, pink hoodie. I thought he had a pink panda costume you, or something because it looked like <laughs> it has ears on it, but it's his headphones. Um, <laughs> but Gary, I think, is a guy more so than. Just about anyone on the team, I would say that is so much about confidence, and we and he's lost it. I mean, for good reason. It's been a, a struggle, but you know, a couple games. I don't. I by no means think that his confidence is back to the swagger he had when he ran out of the arena after draining a three in uh, Russell Westbrook's eye. I don't think is that was like peak Gary Harris' confidence, but I do think that there, every game, every compounding game that he hits shots. The the it's like exponential. His confidence going back up. So I do feel like we're very close to Gary Harris having some of that confidence back. Yeah, dude, it's back. It's back. It's one hundred percent. It's one
3: hundred percent back. He had one good game, and now he's back.
2: That's it. All right, <laughs> Gary's back, baby. Should we take our last break here? On the other side, is is vote? Has he um? Is he chiming in today, or has he got? Does he have notes for us? Do you know? I will ask. He was in the presser, it, so I so he's still in here. the presser. All right. Yeah. Well, why don't you take us to
4: a break? I'll hit them up. <laughs> All right. Sounds good. Sounds good. Um, MSU Denver Online. Um, a lot of look, we can't go to uh, class in person in in most of the country, at least. MSU Denver Online's been doing the online thing forever. Uh, they are experts at it. Awesome teachers. Awesome courses to choose from. MSU Denver at Edu backslash Online is where you can see their entire course list. And what I love about their classes uh, at MSU Denver Online is. What you learn there, like you can apply to your job or just to everything you do outside outside of the classroom. Uh, not all college experiences are like that. So check them out today. Also, we got Strava Craft Coffee. Uh, you guys can get a Strava Craft Coffee subscription uh, for 20% off with the code DNVR20. Uh, get your Strava Craft Coffee packed with CBD, which has been known to help cure long-term migraines, back pain, arthritis, uh, et cetera. Get that subscription for 20% off
3: with the code DNVR20. I just say, like, I solidified my, st- my uh, standing as an old person where I uh, tried, I attempted to change my own battery in my car and I hurt my back. <laughs> <laughs> A little, stra- little StravaCraft coffee. Talking like a goose. I'm right back, baby. You're right back, huh?
2: <laughs> the car's still uh, broke, though, right?
3: The car is uh, 100% broken. It does, not... We
2: can't guarantee everything with Did, Strava. You,
3: oh, Strava makes no claims to my specific car, just <laughs> to be clear. To be clear.
2: <laughs> all right, Brendan's going to be joining us in just a moment, guys, sharing us this. I'm sure Gary Harris, always a great interview. He'll share all of those key details, I'm sure. <laughs> um, all of the quotes. The I key hope quotes somebody asks gonna... about his pink hoodie. About us being there, yeah, I'm sure nobody did. Um oh, let, like,
4: let hey. me do the uh, snowboard gloves thing really quick oh, before we yeah. move on. Let's go. Um rad snowboard gloves. Check these guys out. Uh we're giving away a free nuggets pair. This is going to Teddy Ted's four on Instagram. No way. Along with his buddies Trady Ice, Megan Disrochers will reach out to you. I, is, and, is this uh the Teddy
3: Ted's send those four
2: Oh is that right? The can, best, people, wait, can people so hear that? According to K- super producer Kale, gorgeous women were hitting on him on the uh, slopes, the entire time might be the best sales they were pitch ever. Like, oh. And he said he was something I think that's I what you said actually. You were fending off beautiful women left and right on the slopes. was crazy, man. That's crazy. But he I did. Heard that.
3: What he <laughs> actually did say is that he was getting compliments on them all day whilst wearing them snowboarding. They're good enough to wear whilst snowboarding <laughs> and they're <laughs> attractive to look at, and Teddy Ted's four, and all of your homies, if whole you- <laughs> <laughs> <All> squad,
2: whole <laughs> all squad, all squad ready, getting gloved, whole <laughs> squad ready. So the Nuggets went zone tonight. That's noteworthy. Um, I think that some of this has to do with, yeah. you know, Michael Malone coaching against the zone. The players talked about this the other day. If you play a zone a whole game, a team calms down. They set, figure it out. If you throw a zone out there for a little bit, teams are just like, well, this sucks. Like, yeah. I, I don't. All right, now we have to run our zono. I know this as a player. I love to get the ball popping. I love to run the actions that I love most. And if you run a zone, I feel like we could, I could, you know, you could break it. I just don't want to play that way. It's boring. And I feel like if you play it for two, three minutes in a game, it just annoys teams. It throws them off their rhythm. And as long as you don't overdo it, and I thought Denver tonight did a perfect amount of zone. Just a couple minutes, it worked. Then they went back. But you do
1: it against teams that can't shoot the ball. That's so true. The Knicks can't shoot the ball. The Nuggets haven't been able to shoot the ball. It's easily like you know who's going to get zoned. You're not going to see J.J. Reddick get zoned. Joe Harris is not going to get zoned. You're going to zone against a team that does not have many shooters or consistent shooting, and it's going to throw them off. It's going to throw everybody off because now you're just like, how do we adjust to the zone? Now we're going to go back. Man, so now you just adjusted for no reason. It's just a different look throughout the game.
2: The
4: Knicks are the worst three-point shooting team in (laughs) the league.
2: And that's not, not their cold right now. Like, you watch out who they – because that was part of it was you were watching them tonight, and you're like, oh, yeah, Peyton's not going to jack threes. Like, Julius Randle hit one, and I was like, oh, that sucks. But it was one.
4: Well, also, <laughs> also, to your point, Adam, it can throw you off, especially if you're, like, a super young team like, like the young, Knicks are yeah. who aren't really experienced. Their guards are so young. Like, you're throwing this at R.J. Barrett, uh, Emmanuel <laughs> Quick. Like, they're not going to know what to do against his own. They're going to get frantic.
1: Who's their best three-point shooter if you just had to just guess off the top of your head? Reggie Bullock? Probably Bullock.
2: Austin and Rivers. Austin Rivers. Austin nice Rivers. Noted three-point yeah, yeah, specialist, it's, Reggie it's like, Bullock. They went six for 21 tonight. So the 21 jumps out at you, and then the six <laughs> follows right behind. Mitchell
4: Robinson's Instagram this summer. He was making
2: a lot of threes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, Mitchell Robinson. Unlimited range. <laughs> same same with uh, – the, the, I always think of Whiteside, Andre Drummond. They all have their – Big thing. guard. All, always at the yeah, – in the summer, the IG post of like, oh he God. made six in a row. Like, <laughs> all right. We have – Oh, we do have vote. Let's bring him uh, in, Brendan. Vote. Oh wait, we we can't hear him, Kale. <gasps> oh, we can't hear him. Can we hear you?
0: Can you hear me? You tell me.
2: We can't hear him. Nope. Uh, just need, it's just because the bar. It's because the bar's on up. Kale, so the volume of the bar is well, yeah, l- louder just, than just talking. What we're used to. Well, vote. It's good to see you, it's good to see the beautiful shirts again. We missed those and we missed the presser so what can you fill us in on the enthralling things that gary harris had to say after the game
0: man if you were hoping for a excited happy uh vulnerable available gary harris nope business as usual he did not have much (laughs) to say to us um but hey you know the last game he did acknowledge it was nice to see some shots fall and the first thing he said after that was i gotta do it again tomorrow Uh, and he did so harris is all about his business right now But there were some great quotes from Monte Morris tonight. Um, You know, he was asked if the the second unit, you know, makes it a point, is vocal about this idea that they need to be better. He said, We huddle up before the tip off every game. We say, Let's go out there, be better than the other bench. He said himself, Jamichael Green, have really taken it upon themselves to be the vocal leaders of that second unit. Love that. As guys with with NBA experience. Um, And he also said that he loves, playing with multiple point guards that's starting to come together, that he thinks it's fun, keeps the defense on his toes. So there was some some real leadership with Monte. Heard you guys reference that assist to turnover ratio. And like that's that's what he's like on the court. And in a weird way, it almost describes just like so the player he is off the court, too. You know, he's just about his business. He's that leader uh, and, and, you know, taking care of the ball, taking care of his teammates. Those things are more important to him than getting his own shot.
2: Dude, I've said this so many times. He is the exact type of person that makes every event better. Like, you go out with a group of friends, yeah. you know, but he if he's there, everybody's on their game that night. You he's talking just,
3: about, you're talking about Brendan, right? I'm
2: talking about Brendan, yeah, Brendan. <laughs> um, but also Monte.
3: He's oh, the okay. Monte yeah. the yeah, if you go
4: out with Monte –
2: Never uh, been. He he. <laughs> not I never right, have. Either. Actually, that's not true. I have been out with Monte one time. Well, okay. The ping pong. Well, the ping pong. Oh, yeah. Event, yeah. He uh, <laughs> he uh, didn't know we were out together. I'm calling it. We <laughs> he's were out probably together. not having a good time unless everybody's having. We <laughs> were a good both time. on
3: Earth simultaneously. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> he was having a lot more fun than me. I'm Not gonna <laughs> lie. I was very uncomfortable and awkward. Um. Sorry. Did I take away from your point? No. I I just said my point. Okay. Um. So what else did you think? Vote about that second unit tonight because it looked like the best we've ever seen.
0: Yeah, so much better tonight. I think Wynn brought this up before, but they were out there the full hockey shift, right? So just the five guys, and they played really well without needing Jokic or Murray. Um, I thought a lot of it came from defense tonight. They really buckled down on that and, you know, There was a brief stretch in their first stint in that first half where they actually weren't scoring, but they were locking down. And at the end of the day, the starters came back to a double-digit lead for the first time it feels like all season. I don't know if that's true. Yeah. So they took care of business and like the Knicks are a, a team that's playing better yeah. than their reputation suggests than their record suggests, than that score suggests. So that was more of a test on a second game of a back-to-back than it's gonna look like in hindsight.
2: Yeah, no doubt about it. Right. I, I mean, we played the funky music. In part, because yeah. we, well, we'll we, <laughs> <it bad. laughs> we needed it. We needed it This was our first legitimate win. It is our first legitimate this win. was the
4: Nuggets first like complete four quarter effort probably yeah
2: oh that's a great point definitely right which is
3: funny because the the starters left after three quarters
2: (laughs) that's true yeah that's the best (laughs) if you give a four quarter effort you only need three quarters that's the basic math you know when they
0: first came back in that second half they didn't look that great but that's the difference between a 15 point lead right and those guys coming back and having to sweat a three four point game already like they do night in night out Uh, They weren't that great to start the third, but it didn't matter, right? That game was already sort of settled. And this is the dynamic Jamichael Green was talking about. I I think it was just last week. The starters are good. The the stars are playing quite well. Really, if the bench just goes out there and takes care of business, all of a sudden this is a formidable team again, just like that. And I thought we saw that dynamic. You know, the bench takes care of business. The starters come back up 15 plus 16, and they're not sweating it. And it doesn't matter that Jamal doesn't have it. So I just thought this was – the best game of the season for sure. Mm-hmm.
2: Did anybody else speak post-game? I mean, we heard from Malone already, so Monte and Gary.
0: I think we're still waiting to hear from Jokic here. Uh, oh, really? Time. Yeah, He's
2: doing his post-game workout, I assume.
0: I guess so. It seems like a joke, <laughs> but that's what he does these days. He might just be pumping some iron.
2: Jokic the dunker. Man, dude. I mean, it's for real. I Honestly, we had another. I'm surprised he didn't get a tech. Another tomahawk with a pull-up.
1: I remember Will Barton in the dunk contest. Yeah, that, that wasn't so great.
2: <laughs> Jokic you know, could be in the dunk. contest.
1: Know, he could be. You know what? Like, if we get a Jokic
3: posterizing Gobert moment, like uh, I, I may explode. That might be the the end of Eric. I, pre- I
2: predicted he would he would catch a body this year. I don't feel great about it because his dunks as good as they've been. Like the idea of him elevating over. Somebody's with gonna contact. jump
1: with him though, because he, he just goes. He just goes after it. Somebody's gonna she try, try to just, jump. Did, it's gonna be Gobert. Oh, be the Mitchell robinson tonight. can't wait i don't know bit, if, or
0: at least if he had chucked up a floater like robinson's the kind of guy that can just snatch that out of midair oh you know, that, that's, that's
4: definitely coming hard. i, I bet you tough the tough floater hard. over like a guy who thinks he's going to block his dunk oh is coming. Yeah.
3: coming oh sweet baby can't wait <laughs> the,
0: the, the Knicks broadcast was very vocal about how you know they know that Jokic has lost weight that's been the narrative but seeing him in person as we all know it really kind of dawns on you like well this guy's not just no longer in bad shape he's in good shape right he looks at it in strong conditioning so it's just a, made a major difference for him as of course it would as we all expected it would but he looks like a different player in this type of shape did, that, was
2: it walt frazier still yeah also, awesome. did he have any good lines did with he the think joker his passing was overrated
3: <laughs> no, yeah, no it, it sounds like that uh, realization was lost on the
2: 76ers uh announcers <laughs>
0: No, it, it was the opposite. They, they were lauding him all night long. They couldn't get enough. So it was a really But usually,
2: so, go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, Walt Frazier always has the rhymes, right? And he always does them in pairs. So he's styling, and styling. Did he have any good ones for Joker? Uh, you
0: know, I don't know if I caught
2: any tonight. Dig it.
1: Don't. Uh, well, Walt me. Frazier Did... is a man about drip. He's, yeah. he's <laughs> drippy. And I look at you and I see your shirt right now. What is on your shirt? Because I think everybody (laughs) needs to know the type of drip that you have on right now.
0: Thanks, brother. I'm not really sure. I think these are some flowers.
1: like, I was eating nerds earlier. These are stains.
0: This was about, yeah, they're stains. It was some new heat for me this Christmas. That's all I asked for. I got a sweet flower shirt from brazil my mom hooked me up with this one so ready to ready to bust it out when i make my dramatic return this
2: week. <laughs> well thanks for classing up the uh show vote um we miss you and i'm sure we'll get to see you soon i know harrison's out here in a few days we're gonna have to tag tag you in tag him out so i gotta say again
3: i, I don't like you putting words in my mouth i don't miss you at all vote this <laughs> this seat again is much more comfortable than it even looks like on tv
0: and do i really have to fill harrison's shoes i can't just come back God, it's not like a lot you of have pressure. to hey you're gonna have to pick
2: up the slack man that's, that's how it's gonna go we expect uh, a, a lot of key details
4: <laughs> right, you, guys, you gotta have mild it. takes vote <laughs> no, no bold takes
2: get, pra- get pragmatic yeah. now all right thanks God. so much vote man it was good to see anybody we'll Jeez. talk soon <laughs> um the last thing before we get out of here guys The last topic. And Caleb, if we could, I know you're you're switching that over, but oh, perfect, man. He's always on. Tie. I don't even know why I remind him. Wow. It's because it's so weird hearing that echo in my ear. But um, the last thing before we get out of here, Michael Porter's still a little ways away, so this is maybe a little premature. But we wa- we saw a bench tonight unit that made a lot of sense. We've seen a starting unit that made that is starting to look, you know, has looked good. Really, the starting unit always looks good. Um, and I put this stat out there the other day: the starters with Barton in Michael Porter's place, the hundredth percentile for offensive efficiency. Isn't that wild? This is the best offense. That's the best offensive yeah. five-man unit in the NBA, according to Cleaning the Glass. Um, defensively, they're really bad. The one with Porter again. These are all small sample size. This stuff will go up and down as time goes on, but has been the f- in the fourth percentile defensively to show you how much you know how that. That's where that one has struggled so far. But my question is: the bench looks good. When Michael Porter comes back, how does it affect things? Because they have a ten-man rotation right now that seems to be making sense. So yep. where does Michael Porter, is he back in the starting lineup? Is he back on the bench? Who's out? Who's where? What do you think, Eric? This is this is uh, when
3: people uh, give you a problem like this. They like to say, well, it's a good problem to have. This is a good problem yeah. to have when you're dropping a potential 30-point scorer somewhere in the lineup. Yeah, yeah. I believe that uh, it is most advantageous to the Nuggets to put him and work him into the starting lineup so that they can be the ultimate death lineup in the NBA and then put uh, Barton into that second unit so that he's able to, to bring a little life there um so who's out
2: uh barton's out of the starter so now who's out of the bench it's probably going to be pj dozier yeah barton and dozier are kind of similar players i mean dozier yeah. younger so he's more spry barton i think smarter can shoot the three more although Bart- dozier's
1: been hitting the three
4: good,
1: yeah. dev what do you think i think this is the easiest like answer back like he's going to the bench michael porter Jr. wow Aspen, you just saw you just said the numbers why would you change something oh, that's been working so well? I first off personally, I do not think that Malone wanted Michael Porter Jr to be a starter in the first place. <laughs> so now you get your opportunity to put him back on the bench and now it's backed up with with credible like numbers with it. You're like, right. "Hey, you have to go to the bench. This is you had your chance. This is what happened. Now we went a different way. You have to get it." First, he's gonna say you have to work your way back. That's just the easy thing to do to like pat someone in the back. By in, the way, it's gonna to be true. It's gonna be true, man. Like exactly. Yeah, the Nuggets an- will
2: be approaching midseason form when he gets back, and he will have been not playing for two. And, and a half he weeks. hasn't
4: played in however many weeks, and he's supposed to not have been like in a gym, you know. Also, right. So, he has like, has he hasn't played for that amount of time
1: um, as a shooter? Like as a shooter, like it's it's he's coming back and dropping thirty though. Whatever I, starter I,
3: I bench, know, whatever dude. it is, I, I my I just have a vision of the Nuggets where I keep talking about it. With the Jokic is able to choose either side. We we have Jamal and MPJ flanking, and just either one of them, like whoever's open, is just gonna knock it down. Like, yeah, and it just they do me, need to arrive there. You're right. To me, it's like that is the deadly form of the Nuggets that gets them over the Lakers and, and you know, could actually legitimately contend for a championship. Yeah, I think I agree
4: with both you guys, actually, because the right decision probably is to bring him off the bench immediately. Yeah. But there's got to be a plan in place for him to eventually get back to the starting lineup, I think. Right. Because y- you guys know I've said it. This season, it's all about process. Right. It's all about the process of getting him on the same page with everybody else. So I- I'd be okay with him coming off the bench right when he comes back. But – as long as the plan is for him to get back in the in the starting, I lineup.
2: would not at all be surprised. If Malone says, "Hey, we're going to start off on the bench, but the plan is he's a starter. We're going to get him back, and then there's just no update. And we're all sitting there like six games
1: in, we're like, now is it now? and in. Malone's stock report. I mean, his stock report is wait and see. That's what he's doing. <laughs> hey, it's always you've been doing okay. We're going to see if we could get you back in there. Uh, we don't want you back in there. Right. You're doing good on the bench. <laughs> we're doing great as the starters. This works.
3: I mean, you know, they beat the Knicks." tonight and yesterday they beat the uh, 76ers with, with like four players or whatever like i mean maybe the the nuggets dominance although the 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 you know obviously the statistics bear it out like i don't know that it's so good at this moment that you can't disrupt it the, the starters
2: Can I tell you guys something? If you haven't subscribed already, you need to subscribe to Keep It at 1000 with George Carl and myself, okay? And you can even go back and listen to that first episode we did. We won't do another one until next week, but it's still pertinent and here's why. One of the best notes he had in there, he talked about there's no home court. And he's a coach, by the way. Yeah, He coached <laughs> yeah. with the home court and how you use it to your advantage in mind. And it's he's saying, so interesting to hear what he has. To oh, say it's so that. interesting. I'm telling you, these are the things we never thought of. Like no. Some of the stuff he was talking about, we would have never arrived at this thought because no. you could only have come to that thought had you actually been in that environment for 50 years, which is what he had been. And amassed but, a thousand wins. <laughs> amassed a thousand wins, which is why it's keeping it 1,000. But he talks about how early in the game, momentum compounds mm. because there's nobody there to rally you back up if a team falls behind five and you see this at the pep center yep. home team falls behind five everybody starts clapping like all right let's go let's get the momentum going or this that a guy makes a shot you're down 10 jamal murray hits a three the crowd's extra loud because it's like here we go this is it there's none of that right now right. you you have nothing but the deadness of an empty oh. arena with a fake noise that is so fake and everything else and you look at tonight they get out in front 28 to 21 at the end of the first quarter and immediately to start the second quarter, go on a massive run. They win that second quarter 31 17. I don't think, th- I think this is exactly what he's saying. You have a seven point lead to end the first, and then you immediately open it up with a big win. Mm-hmm. And now that n- home court Knicks team has nobody to get them going. All they have is a scoreboard that says they're down 15. And it's like, well, this sucks. And it's really hard to get back. So I think. I, I, that's an insight. You should go back and listen to the whole conversation because there's so much to that. That as I watch, I'm like, yeah, yeah that's right. Uh, just
3: to point, uh, just to bring it up also. Like I r- remembered, I wanted to s- bring up another point of his that I thought was really interesting from the last episode, which was that um, the idea of uh, getting um, resting players actually hurts them because of the, the same right. concept of like building momentum throughout the season and building confidence and like, and also the,
2: the adversity. Se- like it's and, tough. And I think the word going, he was using was tough. It hardens. You. Yes.
3: The, yes. And, and it's, it's so funny. He was talking about like, yeah, like load management, how it actually, unless you're LeBron James, like actually Hurts teams like, and we saw it bear out exactly
2: that way with uh, the Clippers. Like right. they weren't they weren't tough when the situation required it. So. This is Kobe, man. Like this was Kobe's thing. Is like he didn't always do the thing that was smartest or this or that, but he was the mentally toughest person on the court every game he was in. There was never after maybe his fifth or sixth season, and like he, there was nobody tougher than him. And I think it was a lot of that. Of like, it doesn't matter. Like these little battles we might lose, but in the end, we're going to be ready for the war because nobody is. And, and I think that's what he's getting at. So yep. anyway plugging my own podcast here because we're not last year we put it on yeah, the DNBR Nuggets feed. I'm not the we're not doing that anymore we're not even on this podcast <laughs> <laughs> uh, anything before we get out of here
4: guys Um, my final thing is look Denver's 5-5 five and five. hell yeah 500 we're back babies. baby they they back. 500. 500 not a losing team not brand, a losing team brand new season two things with that that helps you mentally if yeah, you're a player I agree. if you're a Michael Malone everybody can settle down a little bit Secondly, they've avoided like digging themselves a huge hole right out of the gate. They're right in the middle of the West if you look at the standings. Most of the West is like six and four to four and six right now. Most of the West is in that range. So Denver's right in the thick of it. I think they've really avoided like a, digging themselves a
1: huge hole. Yeah. Dev, any last thoughts? We're going streaking. going streaking. We are going Let's streaking. Go. We're about to run down Colfax, No clothes <laughs> on. And yeah, tell yeah, everybody we, that we're, we're going
2: fit Perfectly in with Colfax. <laughs> we do.
1: We do need to always be clear with Dev.
3: Like, are we talking about clothes? No, or we don't need to be clear. We've already established this. I don't, we, we don't. We, we might get a special edition. Colfax with no, we're no clothes on. Oh,
2: I was really hoping your point was going to be. Don't worry, fans. The Nuggets are in good hands. Oh. Uh,
3: you know what? Uh Tonight, the guy... (laughs) that called Dev you. Dev what? from
1: State Farm that said awesome that you were looking
3: Wando good tonight. Hey. Hey. hey.
1: Okay. Look at, look at me getting some love right there. <laughs> look at that. Yeah.
3: Whoa. See?
2: That's Enough, guys. He, he's, they want he's me to go straight.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> Eric, you got anything before well, we go? Well, I wanted up? to look. Uh, uh, are we officially in the playoff hunt right now, guys? I do <laughs> like know. Let's no, not like get ahead of that. ourselves yeah. just yet. But we are 500. And you know what? The schedule does get tougher. But you know what? If you looked at the last four Nuggets games, they. They got three win- actually five they got four wins and they have one overtime loss like they're 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 definitely trending on the upswing right now still think they have to work out but tonight there was nothing to work out tonight was a, an a plus game from them and it felt good to see it so thanks everybody for hanging with us all night thanks for tuning in can't wait to see what harrison's got cooking up for tomorrow we got grades Ooh. going on and then of course a new edition of the list uh, going up as well. So you're going to want to become a DNVR member. You're going to want to hit the subscribe button right there yeah. on the YouTube page. Hit, hit the like button. Like. We only have 165 Yo, likes. That's we're hater free right now. Hater free. free. We man. have
3: zero downloads. I think it has a lot to do with the Nuggets, less to do with us. Uh,
2: give us a like, bros. What's up? We're back Tuesday. We're back Tuesday, guys, with <laughs> okay, the Nets. Tuesday, Tuesday. Brooklyn Nets. Tuesday. Kevin Durant Tuesday. the Brooklyn Tuesday. Nets. We'll see everybody then. Peace. Adios. God <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn
3: it. <laughs>
2: Right now is the time to apply and register for classes at MSU Denver Online. Spring semester, it starts January 19th. That's just three weeks away. Don't miss out. Time and time again, the one thing that protects you against economic downturn is an education allowing you to adapt into varying careers. Go and build your toolbox at MSU uh, Denver. Um, Why not have it both ways in uncertain times? Make money and work while you are earning your degree. MSU students can tell you all about it. They work double the hours while taking classes at any other school in Colorado. MSU Denver Online puts a dynamic education at your fingertips without forcing you to decide between earning a degree and living your life. MSU Denver is the Colorado institution providing rigorous and affordable online programs taught by professors who bring the real world right into the classroom. So check them out. MSU Denver online and uh, MSU Denver graduates use their relevant degrees to land coveted jobs. And uh, there's a lot of flexibility in there. So whether you're looking to go and just better yourself, learn about a subject you want to learn more about, or if you're looking to change careers and you need to get the uh, needed requirements or just become more educated in a certain field, MSU Denver has you covered.